Hey, this is Brent Leary, and once again, I'm in Vegas. I've been in Vegas, I think, the whole of 2019 so far already. Uh, but I'm here for our cool event. It's Magento Imagination, or Imagine, Imagine. Get my imagination right, it's Imagine. And uh, it's a really cool conference. It's the first time I've been here uh, now that Adobe bought Magento and brought it under the Experience Cloud umbrella. It's really cool to see how it's taking shape and taking form. Now, it's really cool to be here with Brooks Robinson. First of all, I just like saying his name because I actually liked him as a ball player when I was growing <laughs> up. But Brooks is the CEO of Springbot. So Brooks, thank you for joining me, man. Thanks, Brent. Thanks for having me. You know, I'm actually a hockey player, not a baseball player. But, uh, <laughs> you got to change your name, man. Got to change the name, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, I want to talk about Springbot. I want to talk about what's going on with Adobe and Magento and what it means from a, a marketing auto automation perspective from uh, e-commerce and SMB e-commerce perspective. Yep. But before we do that, why don't you give us a little bit of personal background? Yeah, so I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been involved with a number of tech startups over the past almost 20 years wow. and uh, we uh, co-founded Springbot back in 2012 and just it's been a great ride helping small to mid-sized e-commerce retailers take advantage of technology that's typically only available to large retailers. And think about the marketing automation in the past you know, six, seven years was really dominated by these larger retailers and we've been kind of looking at things like marketing attribution, what, what, what marketing's working, what's not, how do you make that available to a smaller retailer? The marketing and automation around personalization, right? How do you help that retailer have a unique consumer experience to help them drive more traffic, you know, conversions, and revenue ultimately? And uh, you've been a Magento partner for how long? Yeah, so we started with Magento back in 2012. This is our this is our seventh Imagine conference that we've been to. It's really good. So, uh, how is this conference? I mean, it's, I think we're only like a day and a half into it, but yep. how does this conference compare to like the the, the pre Adobe acquisition? Uh, imagine. Well, if I go way back to 2012, it was a developer conference, wow. right? And so we were talking nuts and bolts and integrations, and it was really uh, in the weeds. We were talking a lot about technology, and then we went through the the eBay PayPal phase, as uh, I like to talk about that, and that was much more around partnerships and co-marketing, uh, some go-to-market strategy, mm -hmm. and then um, it's been exciting. I think uh, we're really uh, excited about the partnership uh, that we'll have now with Adobe and Magento. Right. Uh, obviously, Adobe being a much larger organization, the resources that come to bear. Uh, what's also interesting is even though from a, an e-commerce perspective, Adobe had been mostly working with larger enterprise. Yeah. From uh, if people think about the uh, the e-commerce cloud or the yeah. Adobe e-commerce cloud, right. um, what's actually interesting is that in the small to mid market where we where we serve, almost every one of our customers has an Adobe relationship wow. with okay. some Adobe piece of software, whether that's Photoshop or Illustrator. And so we're, we're excited about the brand recognition in our space and just the continuing to develop the partnership we've had with Magento for, for, for as long as we have. So we're 2019 and so much is going on around e-commerce in general, but when you think about e-commerce from an SMB perspective yep. and some of the things that are, are kind of being discussed now, how different is e-commerce 2019 for an SMB perspective than it was maybe just even a couple of years ago? Well, yeah, I mean, if you go back three or four years, I think we've seen a major shift in, in how retailers are using consumer data to target messages and create a unique experience for their consumer. Yeah. If you really go back, you know, three or four years ago, it was, you know, I had to do my, my monthly email campaigns and I, I blasted up to everyone on my list. Um, there probably was a little bit of dabbling in, in triggered emails or leveraging data within your store to, the, to drive personalized messages. That's come a long way in the past three or four years. 
you go back three or four years ago, the main trigger email that people were doing was abandon shopping cart. If a consumer <laughs> abandoned a cart, they got the email, right. free shipping or 10% off. Now we're much more sophistication around behavior, what products you're looking at, your demographics are, what your past purchase behavior is, your uh, the RFM analysis, the recency, frequency, and monetary value of that consumer is now being used to trigger different messages that are moving beyond just email. Right. Um, at at Springbot, we you know we've been in the email marketing automation uh, six seven years now, but we just recently launched Facebook Messenger. So the ability to use that as another channel to reach your consumer, and that's something that we're seeing that's just really evolved in the past three or four years. One of the key announcements coming out of this conference is around. Uh, the Magento Amazon connection, like allowing you to be able to manage your Amazon store from Magento. Yes. Uh, how important is it for, particularly SMB folks, to have a, a presence that's easy for them to navigate on Amazon in addition to trying to build their own brand in their own store? Yeah, so I, I think it really depends on the brand. That's one of the things that we, we do at Springbot is we really try to have that consultative approach to working with, with small to mid-sized retailers rather than just, you know, hey, buy a piece of software. Right. We really like to understand what product you're selling, tell me more about your consumer, because the Amazon integration doesn't work for every retail. Right. And so I think uh, understanding uh, your, your market, understanding your, your different channels, I mean, Amazon can be a great channel for someone that still has their own brand presence. Um, I think that's not something you're seeing that we've, we've been involved, we've had an Amazon integration as part of our platform for four or five years and, and view it as a positive channel for some retailers. Okay. The other thing that they talked about in the, in the morning keynote was this whole idea of programmable web apps. Yep. Does that, where does that fit into things? Yeah, I think you'll probably see that more in the larger enterprise okay. space where an enterprise, a retailer will make an investment in an app and have that be kind of one of their channels to go to market. We don't see as much of that in the small to mid market. Uh, we think we see more investment in the, the branded website, as well as in, in social media assets. So we work with a lot of fashion retailers, and their, uh, their Instagram presence, their Facebook presence, those are all areas that we see more investment there, making those shoppable, uh, versus a, an actual you know, mobile app set. One of the stats that came up was now, more people seem to be shopping online via mobile than being their laptop yep. or at their desktop. How does that change the game from an SMB perspective? around commerce? Well, you know, if you go back, uh, we talked a lot about history, right? if you go back four or five years, it was all about responsive design of websites, right? And, and it was amazing how many small to mid-size, even frankly large retailers had not built responsive sites. So we, as we saw this mobile uh, kind of wave as people were buying, not just um, shopping, but actually buying online. There's a big difference between doing discovery yeah. in mobile, but now that it's people are actually making the purchase in mobile, and that's really, you know, and I think we've gone through that phase of responsive design. That was kind of like the three or four years ago. And now we're much more into having a different uh, consumer experience on mobile that's not just changing the, the, the layout of the page, right. but thinking more about how that, that, that consumer goes from discovery to purchase. It's much different, and I think that's where we're seeing more investment. Uh, the other is just um, understanding that attribution in terms of what marketing action is getting someone to buy via mobile versus buying via the web. Mm. And start to think about your consumers as you know, mobile discovery folks or mobile purchasers mm. and start to do some segmentation around that as it relates then to your marketing tactics and marketing automation. It seems like uh, you know, there's been that shift from people looking for products Maybe four or five years ago, they started on Google, 
now it's like 50 to 60 percent do their first product search on Amazon. Yep, yep. How is that? Are small businesses, are they able to take advantage of that in any way, or are they still trying to play catch up with that shift? Well, one of the things we're always trying to do is kind of learn what large retailers are doing and then bring that down and make that simple and affordable for the small to mid market. Right. So one of the great things about the Adobe relationship now that we have is that we get to go talk to large retailers. You know, we get to be at, at shows like, like Imagine where there's a cross section of small, mid, and, and large retailers, but it's great to go talk to large retailers and say, how are they tackling that, that mm -hmm. challenge? Um, you know, I think on the Amazon front, there's definitely product listings, but now we're starting to see the ability to do uh, to do Amazon ads and be able to drive to a branded site. And that really opens up a really interesting opportunity for mid-market that, that maybe isn't as focused on having Amazon as a channel, but now using Amazon as an advertising channel, which I think wow. is really kind of unique and interesting. Um, so I think ultimately where our customers do, do best is when they have a, a brand and a product that they're passionate about, and it really comes through in their branded site. That you don't get when you have a product listed in Amazon. Right. You know, another preppy shirt sitting in Amazon isn't the same as coming to a really cool store that talks about the persona of that brand and how they engage with their consumers, how they interact with those consumers. I think it, it's it's much different than what you get in a more sterile Amazon right. channel environment. It's still the case where Amazon pretty much owns the customer when when it's bought via Amazon versus if you have your own store and yeah. you're somebody buys it on your store, then you get all that information. Yeah, I mean, we're, one of the things about our platform when we first started Springbot was I really wanted to be able to help retailers with attribution. Right? If you're going to spend a dollar on marketing, how much revenue do you get? Right. And a big part of that is not just understanding that one-to-one -one marketing campaign to purchase, but also understanding customer lifetime value. Right? And so it's trying to understand, can you get that repeat buyer? Right? And so that was, that's what makes uh, the Amazon channel more difficult and yeah. why you're seeing people that use it as a combination rather than being a sole channel for them. So let's say we look out four or five years to the future. What is going to be like the biggest shift, the biggest change in commerce, particularly at the SMB uh, size, from now? What are we going to be thinking about? What are we going to have to account for in five years that we're not even really thinking about? Or maybe it's just not that big a deal right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think consumer data, how consumer data is used, the privacy around that, um, helping consumers interact with brands in the way they want to interact versus yeah. it being the other way around. And I think that's going to be put a lot of pressure on, on retailers and the brand marketers of those retailers to leverage marketing automation yeah. in a way that, uh, that engages with those consumers, like I said, in the way that that, that consumer wants to be engaged with. And that can be everything from, from Facebook Messenger to, to email to SMS um, and being able to give the consumer choice for how they interact. I think will be something that uh, will really challenge the uh, the platforms, but I think it's exciting. Very cool. So tell us where people can learn more about what you guys are doing at Springbot. Yeah, so they, we'd, we'd love to do a consultation. Um, we have uh, account managers on kind of on the ready, uh, <laughs> but you can learn more about Springbot at springbot.com. And uh, we, yeah, we'd love to uh, to talk to retailers as they continue to grow their, uh, their brands. Absolutely, and thanks for having me at the spot, man. This is a nice little setup you guys have here. Yeah, as I said, our seventh time here, so we got <laughs> we kind of got our corner picked up. And it's always fun talking to uh, somebody, a company based in Atlanta. Although, it, I have to go to Vegas. All the Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again for your time. Good seeing you again. Absolutely. All right, take care. All right, man, that was great.